You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Recorded live. The way you talk, it's frightening quite a lot of people. And I want to know, are you going to minimize your way of approach? Because not everybody's a revolutionary. And the fear is keeping people away from coming together as they should. Now, what can you do about that?
Black Power will be before the end. My whole test. Welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio. This your brother Born. Trying to get it in. Let's set it off right. Praise Nat Turner, Glory to Garvey. Long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Lou Hamer. Black Power. What it do out there tonight, family, you know what it is. You know, it's Feet on the Ground Radio. We coming at you with the news tonight, news, news, and more news. We got some of the stuff from here, there, everywhere, little news of the weird. We're going to get in the hard on the crack of the day. We're going to make sure we expose this beat for what he is, actually. You know what I mean? So we're going to make sure we put some of that in. It'll be comic relief, you know, for the family. A lot of things going on out here in the, in the, uh, in the nation. You know what I mean? Black people moving and stepping all over the place. You know, I've seen a situation down there in Dallas going on with black folk out there. You know, uh, uh, heat is out uh, 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 in, in an effort to push the Klan away. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things going on. But I mean, you know, so we're we really going to see exactly what's happening out here and how the families feel about everything. But um, let me open up my chat room real quick. Black Power, Power Fam, what's going on? Uh, Black Power, Sister McKee, how are you, how you tonight? I'm feeling great. Yeah. Ready to get yeah. in with the family. Yeah. Yeah, definitely feel good to chop it up with the family again. Been a little while, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, we were going through a couple of things, you know what I mean? We done, you know, we got at least, you know, at least got heads clear. So we we going to uh, step in the right direction. You know. I'm saying. But um I let me um I don't know if my king is on the line because he'd probably be able to elaborate more on, you know, what was going on out here in Dallas, but I wanted to read um this what they they put on I don't know if they put it on Facebook or where they put it at it says, we have decided to protest the Nation of Islam for promoting violence against Americans openly and publicly. This is not about color of skin, not a white versus black thing, in parentheses, not for us anyway. This is about radical uh, Islam. They have threatened to continue killing cops, random white people, and their children to further their agenda of hate and dominance through violence. They have teamed up with C-A-I-R, and that is unacceptable as well. We cannot stand by while all these different anti-American, Arab, radical Islamics team up with the Nation of Islam slash Black Panthers and white anti-American Antarctic groups. I don't, I don't think I said that right. Joining together in the goal of destroying our uh, country and killing innocent people to gain dominance through fear. We will be going in full gear for self-defense only. This is a full gear situation. We have a comprehensive security plan for this event. 
All the bases are covered. You will be briefed by BAIR, team leaders, and the DPD, which is the Dallas Police Department, as to how the security and self-defense procedures will be handled. There are backup forces stay strategically around the entire area. Your safety is paramount to uh, BAIR, B-A-I-R, so we have taken extreme precautions. Again, I repeat, this is a full-gear situation, not required but recommended. We will have the means in place to protect those who do not have weaponry and gear, so come one, come all. It's time to stand now, stand for what you believe in, and don't let evil win. And that's the, I'm guessing, I don't know where that was posted. I'm, I'm who, 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 who was it written by again? I'm guessing the group is BAIR, B-A-I-R. I don't know what they're saying for. Uh, we have to look them up real quick. Got to look them up. Hold on. Let me get my damn computer up. But um, I seen some videos from it, and and it was just like I imagined it. It was gonna be a shouting match. Um, you know, from what I heard, they didn't get to the mile. Like um, I heard that they was they was turned around, like at the corner store. I think they may have got out and they stuff, and uh, and the people from the hood, you know, were not having that shit. And I, I heard they. T- <laughs> Made them leave. <laughs> so, uh, but when I looked at it, the clips on Facebook, it looked like it was a shouting with Africans and the damn police department and just hollering at the police. Hollering at the police? Yep. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, you say you, it looked like. Who was hollering at the police? Like the black folks um, was hollering at the police? Yeah. No, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a nation of Islam. I ain't seen no both ties. Uh, I don't know who it was. I guess some uh, people who came out to... It looked like Africans. Yeah. It just looked like regular Africans young that Yeah, regular black people, yeah. Uh, that was just out there, you know. Some of the um, black- they came to... You know, I guess holler back and forth because that's pretty much all that was going to go on. So I know the week before, they they went out there like last week and they didn't show up. The black bear or whoever the hell people is, they didn't even come. Yeah, now I heard it one time. Now, so they supposed to show up this time, but they really, they really weren't about nothing. I guess not. And uh, my king said they only came in one one a truck. Yeah, go one truck. And I'm like, you know, sometimes our people got to think. Now you see that they being briefed by the DPD. You know what I'm saying? They might want to know who all the radicals are in Dallas. Yeah. They bring you to the place so they can take your picture. Uh, you got the always. Yeah. Got they your, got the huh? I've seen brothers out there masked up, right? And they ain't got your picture right there. You masked up and all that. They done took the, they got license plate for everybody license plate. Them niggas got, they got motherfucking 
They got shit that you know your motherfucking body type. And listen, and not even to go that far, but once they got the whoever driving license plate, they got everybody license plate, they got you. We at least got the driver. Mm-hmm. Got the driver, so, hey, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it ain't like, I I, I pretty much figured it was going to go down like that, man, that it's going to be a shot match, you know what I'm saying? And plus, my thing is this, man, look, like, what, hold up, we out here protecting the NOI, all right? They black people, we want to protect black people. But the NOI don't look at themselves like black people. They ain't holding up the type of people. They must be. But we're going to go beside them. You out here to protect black folks from white folks. Them white folks ain't about to do shit because they done put a memo out saying they going out there. They not going out there to do shit with protests. Let the police handle that. You get out there, if anything, take pictures of all these crackers and see, all right, who is it? You do the goddamn we supposed to be doing the reconnaissance. We supposed to be out there taking the pictures of these motherfuckers. Who is the police on on duty right now? Who's the ones chumming up with the goddamn with the crackers over there? Let's see. That's what the fuck we supposed to be doing. Because the police, it's already a known event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This ain't like yeah. This ain't no pop up shit. This is a known event. They telling everybody. So this mean this. This publicized in order for us to to garner attention, to get people here. Not to not get people here. Everybody knows. Let's get as many people here as possible. So, uh, you know, I right. Yeah, that's the way, you know, like whenever we did that claim Malcolm X Day, um, last year, I mean, it was motherfucking police was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, you put your whatever you put online, you put your, once you publicize your event, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you know they're going to be there. You publicize it like that? Social media? That's it. They did. Yeah, and then in a a message it said that they are going to be briefed by the DPD. So they having a meeting with the damn police before they go after about self-defense and training or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, my question is, where the fuck is the, where is the, where is Farrakhan? Where is, where is his army? Yeah, you know. I'm supposed to be out there to protect that goddamn mind. That's what I'm on some real shit. You ain't throwing no line on that. The FOI is supposed to be out there to protect that mind. Ain't no cracker supposed to be coming here. I'm be going to be out there. All right, then. Be out here if you want to. They're up and wide, both to be just be ready. I guess they only good for jumping on black folks. You're that's that's what what I'm thinking. They only good for jumping on white folks, huh? They ain't good for jumping on them crackers. Crackers come out there, then he gonna come out there with the shoddy, with the shoddy Roddy. And, and, and Marquine said that they was telling people last week to stand across the street. Don't stand in front of the mobs. They don't want. You know, to look radical. What? What? And y'all gonna go back? Shit. I, I, I'm like, man, please don't go out there. I'm telling my. Yeah, don't go out there, man. Don't go out there, man. Please don't. You out there with people who are. Man, you out there with Scientologists. Listen, remember, you protected 
Scientologists. This ain't a game. It's serious. These yeah. are Scientologists. We not, you know, they're just not just talking funny. And, and I know the dilemma, you know, you want to, want do want to protect you. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be looking like no punk, but, I mean, shit, sometimes we just got to let shit go. And no. just, you know, focus on what we need to focus on. Focusing on them, ain't them motherfucking couple crackers, man. Like Steve Coakley said this shit a long time ago, man. You kick them crackers' ass, all you're gonna get is a beat up pickup truck, couple cans of motherfucking spam, snuff, and a dog. You ain't get shit out of these motherfuckers, man. You ain't gonna get much. So, ain't no reason to be, ain't no reason for us to even be looking at it and being bothered with them. Let them go, let them do their thing. Yes, it's like the Queen say, man. I I thought that our oh, Black Power family, you know, but, but like the Queen say, I I had thought, man, that you know, FOI from all over the place would be there, man. But we'll be coming out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but not there for why I ain't gonna come out there with y'all want the queens and the youngsters out there, man. That's to me, man, that's bullshit. And yeah, I've seen I've seen some pictures online. I ain't seen but one boat tie out there and they was taking pictures with the brothers. This was after the, the old aftermath. It looked like it was photo op time then. You need to stop wanting to be photographed so much. Yep. Yeah, man, what you mostly seen out there, uh well you know I ain't go out there but you know from the pictures I see, mostly what you seen was uh new Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and that goes back to uh what brother Mikara say, man, you know, both both tie, ties and berets, man, they supposed to be in them and they supposed to mix. It yeah, it's a direct slap in the face to the great Huey P. Newton, man. These listen, niggas don't know history. I'm telling you right now, listen, I'm telling you right now, this is what I know without a doubt because I know a new Black Panther Party ex-member. He said they told him that, look, right, anytime something goes down, he in any trouble as a new Black Panther Party member, the first place he's supposed to go to is to the mob, to the closest mob.
I mean, nigga, come on, bro. Out of everything that you done seen these hoes do these past couple of years, you know, that's, that's been out there in the media strong, you won't let that come out your mouth. Well, they ain't finna, they ain't finna protect nobody, and you shouldn't even, you shouldn't even want to call them. Yeah, look, that show, that show somehow you ain't thinking right when you even say something like that. You ain't even thinking right. Your political teachers ain't been right. They need to go. You need to go back to political uh, politics, black politics 101. Get your shit right. You're supposed to know they ain't there to protect you at all. They did to kill. They did to seek to kill your ass. You ain't there for no protection. Uh huh. Man, our, our people, man, is not thinking strategically, man. You know, we 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 refuse to do that, man. You know, and that shit, that shit, it shit ends us having, ends us being, goddamn, running around like chickens with our head cut off, man. Just chasing, just chasing, constantly chasing, man. You know what I'm saying? You you do that shit, man. Little group come, and all they have to do is. You know, we, you know what I'm saying, woo, woo, whatever, whatever. You know, now you got all your resources in one place where if they really wanted to pop something, all they have to do is go somewhere else and pop. You know what I'm saying? And, and now you're looking like fools. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against our people going, you know, and, and, and I mean, some, like, like the imagery and stuff. Of, you know, that comes from things like that is it, very powerful. But that's all it is, is powerful images, though. You yeah. see what I'm saying? That's all it is, man. At some some point in time, niggas going to have to goddamn say, okay, that's enough powerful images, my nigga. Goddamn. But to look at what the images, look, look, is it really a powerful image? You got really, listen, listen, just look at this image. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, we like chickens with our head cut off. Every time the white man say, boo, over here, we run over there. He say some shit over here, we run it, we run oh, hold on, hold on. We chasing the like the ghost everywhere. Now, every time we chase them, don't nothing come to pop. Now, it just show, it's showing the youth that these, these niggas just running around, ain't doing nothing. Man, the best, the best way to show them kids is be, be in the hood. Being a hood, patrolling the motherfucking police, patrolling the hood. Patrol that shit. Patrol that shit. Damn patrolling the church. They know the church and the mines ain't worth shit. Damn patrolling that. That ain't worth patrolling. Patrol the motherfucking, patrol the goddamn corner where the kids get shot at when they get on the school bus. Patrol that. Patrol the spot where you know the niggas out there with that work. Right spot. You patrolling shit that don't need to be patrolled. Ain't nobody doing shit there. And the white man coming there, they got FOI. He they already talking to the police. They already with the police when they come. So they ain't planning on doing shit. But they gonna shoot out with the police. 
That's what they plan on doing. Best believe if they plan it with the police, they strategizing on how to kill y'all. Yeah, we gonna have snipers over here. Listen, don't work. These niggas act up. We gonna kill them all. We got snipers here. We have snipers there. You guys come down in your truck here and roll. We'll have everybody posted here. Have them posted there. And anything goes off, right, we gonna be well protected by the Dallas Police Department. You know how these niggas are. And that's what the fuck happened at the meeting before the crackers went out there. The so crackers was fully aware of what time it was. Yep. You know what I mean? And we should have been aware too and said, ah, crackers, we ain't, we ain't running with y'all no more, man. Go ahead, man. Do, do it all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to close the mouth. Show you right. Show you right. You're going to look a fool. There's going to be five of y'all out there. Just like when y'all was protesting Beyonce Super Bowl. It's gonna be uh, uh, one truck full. It's gonna be one truck full. I'm gonna have to And Brother Born on the call, that's, that's what it looked like showed up, man. It was one one truck full of crackers, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So you have all this big whoop you do behind that. Now, I mean, I wanted to make it seem like. I'm not proud of my people, man. I mean, I'm proud of the way they showed up. You know what I'm saying? No, they they, I'm just speaking on, you know, right. we got to goddamn be more strategic, man. That's all I'm speaking to. No, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's that's all it's about, man. It's about being, uh, uh, looking at these things in the proper militaristic light, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. In the proper militaristic light, man. Because it's not militaristically sound to every time when he makes a sound in the east, you run over there. He attacking in the west. I say. That's what we got to look out for. Four or five babies probably came up missing during that same time. We out there running around. We got their minds like chickens with our heads cut off. Like I said, it ain't that the brothers did the wrong thing by making sure that we take a stance on things, but it's about just making sure it's the proper stance the proper time. But you running around out here, going on anywhere else. See, I think what it is, bro, man, it goes back to what the queen always tells us, man. Our people, man, is just, they, we, we wanting something, man. We just searching. We, we hungry. You know what I'm saying? Hungry for any kind of change, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, hold on, hold on. Somebody got some noise going on in the background. You're getting the phone by the pound key. Who's that? You are now joining the call. Man, Kentucky, you on twice this time, man. What you doing? Kentucky bugging out, man. You, you on too many times. All right. Black power, fun stuff. Black power. Hello. Yeah, yeah, black power. Uh, black mm-hmm. power, bro. I'm calling into the show, bro. I'm trying to hear. I just, I just not got in. I'm just not call, calling in. Oh, all right, all right. We it's news, it's news right now. We dealing with the news and um the situation that happened down there in Dallas, where the uh the the bear. We gotta get, we gotta find out who these crackers is too. Let's find out who these crackers is. Supposed to uh, have a rally against the NOI mob. Oh, did, did, did they finally show up? Did they show up? Man, barely. That's what we're hearing. Hold on. Right. <laughs> Hold on. 
hold on, hold on. what I heard, from what I heard, like a carload of them showed up or something. You you can see a truck on one of them with some flags on there. I'm guessing that was supposed to be them. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I mean that's the closest thing I could see to. Well, and you know they they do sneak. You know they do sneak attack. You know crackers they like sneak attack, sneak attacking motherfuckers. They they don't like fighting straight up. Real. They try to sneak attack motherfuckers. All right, hold on, hold on. Let's let's see. Now, band members, I see I see an article for it, but they don't. Um, I got to find out who exactly these these jokers is. I say it's the Bureau of American Islamic Relations. Okay. All right, and they anti nation of Islam. All right, all right. And then the stories around talking about Facebook gun toting worshippers. I don't is the nation of Islam packing now? Listen, yo, they throw Black Lives Matter into everything. Yeah, I seen it. <laughs> they throw Black Lives Matter in there. Yo, the, the dudes throw them motherfuckers on every single every single story. Got black people around it. Elements. Let's just say elements of Black Lives Matter. Does that mean fags was there? Was the fags there? <laughs> <laughs> just must mean, no, they was black. That's all, because if they said Black Lives Matter, that means the fags was there, definitely. They say elements. <laughs> there were black people there. All right. Protesting wearing Black Panther Party pants. Um, you know, they got some pictures up here. But yeah, but these these white folks, let me hold up, loading. Oh yeah, bear out there strapped to the teeth though. Bear was out there strapped to the teeth with the honey clip, with the honey shot drums. They was out there. They was. They looked like they was ready for it. But it was. I see one pickup truck, but with all them guns right there, it was a couple more than one pickup truck. It might be about okay. one. Okay. No, they never they never made it to the street they were supposed to have to deal along. You know what I'm saying? I guess they got turned around or something before they ever got to that street. All right. Now, the people out there, see, this is what, oh, no, you know what happened? See, this is what happened. See, all right, all right, all right. Now, you got the white people already on it. That's why they said elements of the Black Lives Matter. Now I can see. Because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at a lot of the photographs from there. So you got a lot of the, uh, uh the white socialist, near anti-Nazi folks was out there. They was all out there protesting. It was a whole rainbow coalition of folk out there, anti-white folks, anti, uh, you know, whatever, anti-Nazi. You know how they all pretend like they anti-white. It was all the, it was all the white folks who don't like white folks was out there protesting along with the huge people. They, they wasn't just out there by themselves. Now, they might have been close to the mosque or whatever, but you had a big-ass counter-protest going on. Okay. Uh, yeah, like a little parade. You know, they had a whole little parade out there. You know, looking at the, you know, if, you, if you're looking at the, the article, the article, you know, if you're looking at all the photos from there, uh, definitely... 
So definitely was apt up to be. Um, but see, you can see, you can see this white folk on the same side with the brothers who hold the gun. I see this white man right here. Right. Then I trust them. They're fucking shooting nigga in the back. Can't trust them. They probably they probably faking. Some of them. That's what I'm That's why you can't get. How you? You can't go nowhere. We can't be inside no situation where it's white folks behind us. Right. So they, they always attack us from within. They attack the Indians from within. They attack everybody from within. They get in good with a motherfucker, and then they wipe the motherfucker out. That's how they do. Yeah. We can't be mm-hmm. like that. We got to do you go, you go somewhere and you see some shit like that, then everybody got to be must all disperse and get waved to the back line. Any white folk, that must, they must all be in front of us so we can all make sure that any mowing getting done, we mowing you. Then you get confused and not know who the enemy is. Like, that's some tricky shit, man. They be on some tricky shit. Yup, you, yep, you can't know who the enemy is like that. You right? You can't know who the enemy is when he's sleeping, when he right there and you can't. So that right there was a, uh, a no-no right there. But... Like I said, you when you look at the when you look at the photos and things of that nature, you can see, you know, you just see several different things going on. It's uh, mm-mm. I feel like man, if it ain't a cracker that the other crackers can widely can widely identify as their enemy, also, if they can identify that cracker as their enemy, like enemy, like they identify us as the enemy, then they they traitors. Then they, I mean, they they got their trade on. They they flip on the niggas. Mhm. They flip. That's true indeed, see That's true indeed. A cracker is a cracker is a goddamn cracker, man. Yeah. And they everybody from Louisiana, they done did Saddam Hussein like that. They did uh, uh your boy, uh motherfucking uh bin Laden, they done did everybody from this from the inside. They get close to motherfucking and they shake. I shake. Because I've had white friends. I, I've, I've, I've let a lot of my white friends go, man, because, you know, on Facebook, they're, they're, they're posting. Like, if I post some bullshit about black-on-black black shit, they'll hit like and shit on it. But when I post something about they people doing shit, they go wrong. They don't support shit. They don't support the right shit. So I had to cut a lot of friends. Well, associates. I say white associates. So, uh, yeah, I changed that. I, I had to cut a lot of white associates out because, you know, they can always change back. They can always change back to who they really are mm-hmm. after, after, after they took my dumb ass. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, they, you know, what I know is especially is if you start talking about doing, when we talk about doing for self, that's when they start bagging out. When we be like, okay, we're going we're gonna to spend at our, at our businesses. You know what I'm saying? And, and and that's when, you know what I'm saying, you will see, see them change. But as long as you're talking about integrating with them and them, you know what I'm saying, being your big brother or your mentor or whatever, they with it. Goddamn right. Shit. In the black world, I was right. If there's more than two of them in the group, man, you're asking to be nervous. Shit. If there's more than two of them around you, shit. One white boy around in the group. One white boy, he gonna act cool in the motherfucker. He's surrounded by niggas. He gonna be goddamn. He gonna be the best white boy around. You know what I'm saying? You be able to use for everything. Goddamn me, two, three white boys get together, they go get their mess up. You got to smash on them hoes. 
Gonna you got to beat that bitch ass up. You know what I'm saying? Once two of them get around each other, two or more of them get around each other, they superiority complex kick in. Goddamn right. Goddamn like, right. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, the inferiority complex kick in, which make them have to all of a sudden try to find a way to take charge of every motherfucking thing going on. They want to take charge. As long as one just one by themselves, oh, that bitch going to be on his best behavior. <laughs> that bitch going to be on his best behavior. Mm-hmm. One by itself, you know that's right. He's going to be on his best behavior. Oh, right, but I do, I do want to... Uh, Give a shout out to everybody that that you know what I'm saying that 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 stood out there though you you did I mean just because I stand on my principle don't mean I'm against what they you know what I'm saying I'm totally against what they talk about shit I just I just don't believe in niggas going run protection niggas that ain't finna goddamn protect their goddamn self type shit or right, that ain't gonna goddamn help when it's any other kind of deal you know what I'm saying I don't, I don't like that shit. Uh, the nation got the got the family running to their protection anytime they need, but anytime the family asks the nation to come and aid and assist, we always get a no. That's my problem with the whole situation. So I would never, I'm not going to support no kind of man, no man marches, no kind of nothing they got to do with them. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I respect what they've done for for. For the masses of Negroes, as far as getting niggas off, they getting niggas off dope and shit, the self help shit. I appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? But beside, but beyond that, nigga, I'm not gonna look at you as no revolutionary organization, nigga. I'm not respecting that shit. Now, you know, you said it. You said something, and like when we refer to them, we say nation of Islam, and the nation is one that got to be able to protect itself. And see, this was the thing that Farrakhan tried to pull with that 10,000, you know. 10,000 Yeah, man, with all that. Yeah, all this, he used that shit to try to incorporate himself into the black power movement, man. And now he's he using that energy to be like, see, people to galvanize, and then people galvanize around them. That nigga's riding the fence. That's who's riding the fence, sir. I, never, I nigga riding the fence like a motherfucker. But, um, you know what I'm saying, I do want to bring up this because there were some groups out there, and I remember a situation that happened um, whenever that the young uh, queen got drugged at the pool party like a while back. And um, that's when we had all these motherfucking hicks coming out. And I remember one one had made a video and called out some of those groups that showed up at the mosque. But none of them showed up. And the crackers that came out there, they came out ready. There was, you know, people there said that they was in bushes pointing. In the trees and shit, yeah. They, they came out ready. Now, you didn't you didn't go there now. When, when, they, was, when they was fronted, um, confronted about it, they was like, well, you need to protect yourself. You know, defend yourself. So what is so different about this situation? That you run there, but you didn't run to, to, to there when, when you was called out. Specifically, right. And the crackers came, and they was and they was there, aiming at people, aiming at people that was walking by, guns and stuff. Yeah, 
if you want to come to, I guess, an organized protest, I guess that's what, what the difference is. It was organized. Yeah, because, because none of the, I, I don't want uh, get it. Hmm. So yeah, that's why that's I say I can't respect them. I, I, try, I try not to, you know what I'm saying, but I can't respect them. I, I look at them sideways now. And then I done seen a cracker with the Huey P. Newton Gun Club. So, you know what I'm saying, I can't respect it. Black power. Black power. Black power. power. There's a moment of silence after that for a second. <laughs> yeah, the police spoke. Shit. I hit a nerve. But no, that's, that's real, though, what she's saying. Hey, the sister's always, always striking nerve. Oh. I mean, what what I see is on a personal basis, man, you know, you get to meet the brothers, man. The brothers be good people on a personal level, man. But, you know what I'm saying? When it comes down to it, the nation is a national organization. They got they got, they got got chain of command, incident. You know what I'm saying? Usually, man, when you ask them to do something, man, you know what I'm saying, and they go with that motherfucking chain of command, that shit, that actually going to come back as a note, man. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to be able to do it. Like, like the queen said earlier, Shit, when this shit happened a couple of weeks ago, they, they made the U.P. New Gun Club stand across the street, not even by the mosque. We don't want to be pictured in that light. Right. I mean, shit, that, that shit is crazy to me. You did. You associate behind the scenes and shit. I mean, again, when you go in the history of, like, Bud Micro, I always bring up, man. What, what the fuck was they got, what was, what was goddamn the Black Panthers protected? Who was they protecting Betty Shabazz from? That's, that question right there should shut down everything. You feel me? Because, my nigga, you, you, I mean, this is Huey P. Newton's legacy. This was, he, this was the first thing he decided to stand for on a national level. You feel me? To protect this woman from the bow tie niggas. And to turn around and see that they have attached this nigga, this nigga name so heavily, they attach Huey name so heavily and so closely to this march, that, I mean, to this movement having to do with the Nation of Islam, it's, it's just, it's crazy to me, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's wild to me. <clears throat> it's a slap in the face. The great ancestor, man, and the Dr. Collins. Yeah, because there's no way that they're supposed to be linked up like that. There's no way, and then linked them with them crackers. Like you said, man, you can you can see, and uh, you can see exactly the role that's been taken. You know, this is not things that we coming up with. This is what we observing. You know, this honest criticism from observation. Smell like pork might be. Goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. The motherfucker might oink. Yeah. <laughs> Smell like pork might this motherfucker might oink. Goddamn <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, man, you know what I mean? So, you know, we, we're in a time where that's what we got to be careful of, of the alliances that we make. Because we had a touchy time like that. You know that? 
that whole million march more march movement mm-hmm. all that shit that shit right there was, was used to to just bring in all all the different black people and just be like yo listen man the NOI is like they they the central fulcrum for making sure black people move forward so it make it easier for them to go out there and forget all about Scientology forget how they did college yeah damn right it, Forget, forget the words of Farrakhan when we talk about Brother Malcolm X. We forget all of that. We just say, nah, man. We just go let them spit in their face. That's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to let them spit in our face, man. You know what I'm saying? It's the same man that let the faggot go up on stage at the meeting and watch it pull our faces, man. Now, we hold sacred to our ancestors, man. This let this nigga let this faggot go do that shit, and niggas are still fucking with this shit, man. Man, say man. And then tell us that we supposed to accept the faggot. Who more better than anybody else? Told us right there on the stage. Said that shit. Then pretending that Jesus was real. I can't fuck with people like that, man. This nigga eighty years old still lying about Jesus. I ain't got time for shit like that. Yeah, man, that's it. I don't know, man. Just shit out of control, you know what I'm saying? Right now, everything is in the disarray, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and shit, when we look at our national leadership, our national programs, pretty much all of them are, uh, none of them are, are uh, talking about getting at this cracker, man. You know what I'm saying? None of them. You feel me? All of them are pretty much have limited themselves to, uh, you know, some kind of self-help program, some kind of uh, survival program, you know what I'm saying, which ain't nothing wrong with that. You feel me? Nothing wrong with the survival programs and shit. You feel me? Nothing wrong with the with the goddamn feeding the, feeding the homeless, the activism program. Nothing wrong with that. You feel me? But, but shit, that shit has got the people, that shit has got the computer, that shit has gotten people confused. You see what I'm saying? You're confusing people because now they thinking that that's revolutionaryism. That's no. I'm not just made up a word, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm <laughs> militarizing this shit. It's like yo, like you, you know what I'm saying. If you feeding the homeless, man, you supposed to be dropping jewels into them to be make an army. The job motherfucking army out here. Goddamn right. Everything. That's the thing is that we lost the militarization of all aspects of life. We we continuously. Go, you know, we only look at military in one fashion. It don't look that look, man. You want to fight on all these motherfucking fronts. So everything that you're doing is supposed to be in, in order for you for war. Hmm. That's safe. That's what we're losing it at. That's what we're losing it at. But I, I think that the confusion, though, one of the things about what's going on with this confusion is that the people not staying settled down into the bullshit. It's like the shit they like, nah, nah, boom. They banging, 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 banging. And so we just, you just got to catch them when they fall through the cracks and militarize them real quick, man, drop the Jews and militarization in them and, and let them move on. Because if they banging around, that militarization of life going to put them right. Because that's what you got to do. They're going to notice that you want to fight. When you know you're in a fight, mm-hmm. the only way 
you going to survive the fight is to militarize your motherfucking life, period. Man, you can't be in no fight and not be learning how to fight. you just going to take your ass whooping. Every time. Hmm? First, you got to learn a little bit of motherfucking defense, how to get the fuck out the way of a blow. You learn how to hit these motherfuckers, and when you hit them, you hit them hard. For real, motherfucker, we need to do background checks because everybody ain't who they say they are, man. That's what's so funny about shit. Even even black folks, every every black man ain't really a black man. Huh? On Facebook, you can be anybody. I can say I'm Superman and Batman. Yeah, yeah, man. And entertainment, man. I tell people all the time that motherfucker in the book is entertainment, man. Mm-hmm. That's just for entertainment. Like you can make connections, and some of the connections could be real. But at the end of the day, you gotta really. You got to look at this shit in the circle. Yeah, you got to check, man. You got to check them off. You got to make sure everybody's on their side there. I just feel like, man, with that Facebook shit, man, people just don't, they don't goddamn, uh, they don't know how much detriment they be causing on that motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when we see some of the things going on in the in the community type shit, man, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that, that shit, man, um, I ain't talking about all of it, but, I mean, certain things that have, have been going on have caused, have caused, like, they've been on the national level, but on the local level, they've caused kind of rifts and, you know what I'm saying? And and niggas, nigga problems. Feel oh, I me, mean, niggas going into their separate corners and shit instead of being awesome. You know what I'm saying? It's weakening us. It's weakening us. It's weakening us, bro. If the sixties back, if the mentality of the of the, of the, of the black men in the sixties, if the if 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 they had Facebook back then, we wouldn't be in the position we in now because like you know the mentality in the sixties, you know, sixties was different, man. Like. They like they you know them, them black men they work like you know the Tulsa Oklahoma times like those days they work together and it wasn't as much bullshit to keep them from from, from you know keep the brothers from coming together it wasn't all this bullshit out now all this technology and shit causing trouble in the uh, community but it was the sixties attitude and then having the, the the technology like Facebook where you connect with people with like minds man we'll be we could be dangerous if we have the right mentality with this shit the sixties the sixties though like like back then it was face to face interaction right. So it was a different mm-hmm. time. So the media, social media would probably end up giving them the same type of results because it ain't face-to-face interaction. Now, it did do, I, and that Facebook got a, a dual, it's like a double-edged sword, you know what I mean? It it cut, cut somebody else on one side and cut you on the other side because it made connections with a lot of people. A lot of people got connected with people that they never been connected with before. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We call the RBG Nation that's growing right now is something that's really growing because of Facebook. Because yeah, of the yeah. that people make all over Facebook, it's like all of a sudden this is it's, you you can go to almost every state, at least the ones that's connected, and find a little a little hub at least of some RBGs. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you got somebody, damn right. You know what I mean? There's somebody there, and, and we know that it's somebody there because it's somebody else that you know is connected to them right there. It's all connections. We're making them. And so that's the one thing that I say that's been good about it. You know what I mean? But then again, it do. It give you too much time. On the other hand, it gives you too much time to be able to be into somebody else's motherfucking business. 
Some people don't, a lot of people, they're not into picking up a book and reading it. But, you know, it's right in their face. You know, Facebook puts it right in their face as they scroll down the page, you know, where they have to see this shit. But, I mean, it can be like this, like, like a gift and a curse, like the brother said, man, it's a gift and a curse. You know, it's all how people, how people, how we make it, for real, man. Well, whatever we can use it for, but be strict because you know they come up with rules. They're trying, they trying to create a defense. You know, they're trying to make defenses where they, can, where they can keep us from using it as a tool. Yeah, they didn't know. I'm going to tell you, the people on Facebook, when they created it, they didn't know black people would make connections like what we make. Right. They left that part. I don't think about that. You know what I mean? Plus, the, the people that have been woke up, they didn't think that because there's people who now you see them on, or it was because of Facebook that they learned shit about church. You know Jesus. Yeah. About yeah. Islam and shit like that. They ain't. Because they got certain friends up there sharing, sharing shit, all of a sudden they learn some new shit. No then they can research the shit and see that's yeah, yeah, that's real. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, it's a, it's a, like, you know, it's a conduit for information, but then it's, it's about how you gonna filter the information. Then you gotta start filtering because I know most people when they got Facebook, they were just friended. They friend almost anybody who they anybody two friends, you know, and you know shit like that. They wasn't being choosy. I wasn't. I didn't know what Facebook was for. So I just friended yeah, all right. my high school friends. That's all the people that, that really, that I, I thought I knew up there, you know, and people who lived around my town and shit like that. And then I realized what it was, what kind of vehicle it was. Yeah, you, you're introducing anybody into your life. Yeah, I realized what kind of vehicle it was. And I was like, nah, I said, yo, this is this how I can really use it. Because I didn't know what it was for. I'm telling you, before I was doing the radio show, I didn't know what Facebook was for. I didn't even use this shit. Yeah, me neither for a long time, bro. I was like, yeah. you know what? I started doing the radio show, that's when I got on Facebook. I got, I was like, all right, now I need to start. I got to have a Facebook in order to at least promote the show or see what's going on, what people talking about. So people Man, talking. when I left the streets alone, I ain't, I ain't messing with Facebook until once I left the streets alone completely. That's when I started messing with Facebook because, you know, I knew you couldn't. Say certain shit, you just, you know, you just didn't match up. Being in the streets and being on Facebook just don't match up. 
So again, I thank, you, man. I, I thank God for the Facebook, really, because you know, I've met so many brothers that were like mine and sisters as well, man. And, and there's a lot of unity I see on Facebook too, which is inspiring. You know what I'm saying? And, and I've learned a whole lot too. And it's built you know, to like when I get friend requests, if they don't have a picture of themselves with like with maybe a family member or a girlfriend or maybe a mutual friend. I don't accept them. Like somebody who don't have no real real life pictures, and they they just open their page and, and no mutuals. I don't deal with them. Yeah. It wasn't like yeah. that at first because I used to just accept people. That is me. Accepting all all types of shit. I, I see the shit when you know you get your little you get to uh, uh maybe you might know these people or whatever the hell. And I'm like, I see cats where, you know, you've got one mutual friend, but it's a picture of some girl half naked. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Come on, man. Listen, man. You never, you got one picture. Your one picture, you half naked. What the hell are you doing? How you get friends with one of my friends? We can't never be friends. Uh-huh. And then they be friends with a friend that don't ever post on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. They be friends with don't even be on Facebook for real. No, you're correct about that. You're correct about that. Yeah, man. But but on the cool, man, another thing, though, that I do like about Facebook, man, is it shows you the movements of the world, other places, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See your niggas in other cities is doing. You can see that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know, because, cause, you know, you're out here a lot of times, and that shit do feel like you, uh, you know what I'm saying, on the island sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like nigga by yourself, you know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, you know our people is is raised up in things that we are we are the human we are directly against. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So of course that's that's gonna always be a a clash, or that's gonna always be a you know what I'm saying a stand. You know, I mean with some people, you dig and I mean Facebook kind of. Gives you that sense of damn okay, I'm you know not out here by myself. A lot of times, your whole neighborhood, you battling in your whole neighborhood the whole day. Your whole your mind is always battling everybody, and not just like y'all in there debating each other and nothing, but you battling just to keep the bullshit out of your brain that might be getting spread. Yeah, goddamn right. You know, you're trying to hold a conversation with them, but not try to entertain the bullshit at the same time. Like, damn. Can I change it? Not to, I ain't going to get deep on them, but can I change it to something that's... Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, what you see, though, is the more you have conversations with people like that, they'll start, they start coming to you. You know what I'm saying? With you know, they now they coming to you with the conversation type shit. You feel me? So, I mean, I, I see like I said, I see good and bad from it. You know what I'm saying? There's always that, man. You got to there's always some positive and negative in it, man. Everybody will be able to see some positive and negative in any situation. One of the bad things about it, bro, is that one thing about Facebook, though, shit can get misinterpreted because, you know, like, you know, you, you, you can get like on the comment, man. And you, and you don't necessarily agree with every part of the comment, but it may be some things in the comment that make sense. And, you know, and unknowingly, it could be a cheap shot, and the comment could be against someone else. And in the process of you hitting like on the comment, 
someone someone might take offense because you like on that comment when really you just agree with some part of the comment and that person doesn't know no better. So then somebody somebody that don't even know you ends up not liking you. For no reason, yeah. You know? Oh man, listen, man, Facebook wars is real, man. The Facebook war is real, man. I lost plenty of friends, man. I lost plenty of friends on Facebook, man. Because I posted this stuff. Oh, oh, this sister McKee, sister McKee, sister McKee beat up on the girl so bad. Them dogs just unfriended me. I said, I ain't even got nothing to do with y'all conversation. Y'all <laughs> going back and forth. What are you mad at me for? What the fuck? What you say closer to her? I ain't got nothing to do with them. I'm supposed to tell one of y'all sisters. Don't say nothing. So then y'all supposed to tell Yo, listen, you know, I'm going to tell you, right? Listen, yo, this is funny shit. When the shit happened, right, only thing I thought to myself was, I can see this shit right now. I try to tell the sisters both, look, y'all don't say nothing. And then the sisters tell me, who am I to tell them not to say nothing? <laughs> God <laughs> damn. That's the type of shit that ended up happening. I said, I ain't got time for that. No, no, y'all, no, 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 no. You put me on doing those shit like that. Y'all go at it however y'all feel. Hey, can't win for losing on that one, bro. Yeah, I can't win for losing on that. No matter what I said, that was the only way I won was I just stopped looking at the post. <laughs> no matter how many times I got the little notification, I don't even look at that no more. Uh, yeah, people that they bullshit. Yeah, on some Facebook bullshit. You know, so I said, damn, man, you know, if you don't want to be friends with me on, on Facebook, and you don't want to be friends with me in real life. There's a conversation on Facebook from some people a uh, thousand miles away. And I don't think we was friendly like that anyway. Really? Really? But the reality is, man, Facebook's here to stay. So, you know, a lot of people might, you know, I'm not even making a mistake of looking at it like it might be temporary. But this is life. Mm-hmm. Facebook is life because it's here to stay, dude. This is not going nowhere no time soon. And to tell you, and I just made a post on this the other day, your, your post on Facebook, are going to actually live longer than we are. Our posts are going to live longer than we are mm. with this digital age. You know what I'm saying? Even when we're in our grave, our posts, someone can dig up our posts somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this Facebook shit's here to stay, man. It's not ever going nowhere. And they might make rules that can cancel some people out, but it's not going nowhere no time soon. This is just the beginning, man. The information ain't going nowhere, huh? Mm. Well, yeah, let's see what else is going on, man. We we out there shooting it on. Then jumped on the, to the Facebook. But Black Power mm-hmm. out there listening in. You know, it's news, news, and more news. You know, but it's open conversation for the family. You know how we do. You know, there's always family conversation over here. Black Power. Um, I know before I, I got on the show, I didn't really have time to, you know, research it in in depth. But I was looking at the Jake, Jacob Zuma, the the president of South Africa. Um, they tried to impeach him. Um, I guess some of the citizens tried to get him impeached because they saying that he's been he was he um took some money. Yeah, they, he took some money to upgrade his house the, from the taxpayer money, and he was supposed to pay it back, and he he didn't pay it back. And um, I don't know. They saying in peddling corruption. Since when they who's they? When you said they're saying, who said the media? The media outlets? No, not the the citizens. Oh, the citizens. Oh. Okay, that's all my story. Yeah, the citizens was up in there going fed. See, at first I didn't know how to take it. 
you know what I'm saying? So I had to go dig to see what the people there were saying. So it was yeah, a, yeah, it was a group that came to the conference where because they had like a hearing, and the group came there and to speak, you know, to to raise some questions, and they kept shutting them down. They kept. I was like, damn! I said they doing some real. This is what happened. When you have black people in charge, they have a mind of white people that's not African centered. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And they they were shutting them down. You know, one one lady she got up there, she was speaking, and then she brought up, she was like, the president of South Africa is a thief. He's a big, the biggest thief in the world. And so they stopped her. They was like, you gotta you gotta recant your statement. You you can't say that. You gotta go back against your statement. She said it again. She said, I'm not I'm not going back on my statement. He's a thief. He's a thief. And she was going, you know, she was going out on out. And um so the group there and I seen that maybe it was a couple of hundred people in there. So I don't I don't know how their stuff worked. But this is what I took note of because it was um people sitting, I guess, in seats. I seen them with computers, so I'm guessing they was there maybe to to do their votes or something. They was there. It was important. This the um the shot that I got the camera shot. I counted thirty people in this particular camera shot. Out of those thirty people, twenty of them wasn't African, and this was supposed to be the people there was from the. African National Congress. So, I mean, I, have anybody online, you know, looked anything up? Because, like I said, I wasn't able to just, you know, research it to really know everything that's going on. But what did you say they was from? What was the name of the organization? Um, the organization that was speaking up. A-N. Um... Let me go. Let me look. Uh, EFF, maybe the EFF, because they they was addressing them as honorary member. They was like when when they was being addressed, um, the one the citizens that was there that was speaking up, they was addressed with a title. So I don't know what group, you know, because it was hard for me to understand because they um that you know they they tall they. I couldn't understand a lot of it, but I know it was the African National Congress that was going on, and I know it was, even though it was Africans were heading it, but it was a lot of crackers in the crowd, I'm going to say that, and non-Africans. Excuse me. Wait, can you put that in the group? Uh, yeah. I, I put a video in the Hangout. Okay, okay. I'll put it in the, I'm going to put it. And then they had a fight. It was a big-ass fight where that, because it was a group that was there that I'm speaking of. It was maybe about 20 uh, people there. And um, they kept address asking the question, when are you going, when is the president going to pay back what he owes? And they wouldn't let them answer. When they spoke about that, they kept shutting them down and shutting them down. So they started putting them out. 
for asking those questions. You know, they start saying, we're going to throw, we're taking you out of here, we're taking you out of here. So they called the security to come in to take those people out. But once they came in there, they started throwing them things up in there. The women and all was was fighting the security. So once they was removed out, I heard one of the um, guys, I don't know who it was, he was like, was that the police? Because if that was the police that came in here, you just violated their constitutional rights. They weren't supposed to come in here. So I don't know what they're doing, but the um, president, he wasn't found guilty. He wasn't impeached today. And I heard a lot of clapping going on in that room. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's, when they was getting put out, I heard clapping, like a whole lot of clapping. So I don't know what's going on over there. Mm. But it sounds like some for real corruption. Okay, let me. All right, I'm about to put the put them videos in there. Are you, are you gonna put them? In, are you putting them in the group? Uh, um, are, you, are, are you gonna post them to the group? Get on the ground group. Yeah, okay. Are you talking about on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, the feet on the ground, group. Uh, oh, yeah, somebody in here, EFF is the Economic Freedom Party. Okay, okay. I'll put it in there. Once you put it in the group, I'll throw it in the Facebook group. What's your name again, sister? My, my name's Robert Arthur again. Sorry about that. What's your name, sister? I'm um, Makia. This is Makia. Makia, okay. My name's name Robert. Robert, okay. It's more like Brother Khalid Muhammad. Okay, the economic, the EFF. Okay, somebody, a uh, person, kid. All right. Yeah, that's what I kind of felt that they was in there going fed. Whoever, whoever the group of those, uh, that group was, they wasn't trying to hear it. They wasn't backing down. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, okay. that's the Especially in South Africa, they, you know, they really got to go like that because if you're saying, you know, you you got a 30-member uh, 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 meeting going on and 20 of them are non-African, then that's definitely showing the, the egregious disparity in which the Africans are represented. Um, no, no, it was just in that particular camera shot. Like the camera had panned. And because I was trying to look to see who was out there, like the, the audience, like, you know, what was going on, just trying to peep the scene. So in that uh, particular camera shot, that's what I counted, 30 people. I'll say, I'll just check this out. From all of what you've seen, would you say it would be like 50, at least 50% non, non-African? Um, Probably, or maybe more. Being at that, that particular camera shot had 30 non-Africans in it. That was like, I don't, I mean, I, maybe 50%, yeah. And so that right there, even that alone would show that it's still misrepresent, misrepresentative of the uh, demographics of the South African continent, I mean, the South African nation. ANC, ain't that, uh, that's, that's Nelson Mandela, uh, the Winnie Mandela group, right? AFC. Mm-hmm. You said AFC? AFC. AFC. 
ANC, the African National Okay, well, I could see why, too, then, why they, um, you know, basically coon, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some, some Negroes. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they had, I heard a wild story about how that went down or something. I think they had took power of the, the white folks took control of the ASC and then gave it back to them. <laughs> Some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They took control after Nelson died and gave it back to them or something like that. Did you hear something like that, brother boy? No, you're right. That's what happened. They did. They took control of it. They gave it back once they had it set up how they fought what they wanted it to be set up. That is off the chain, man. You know, the goddamn white man. <laughs> yeah, that, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah, we get that out the back. I'll pull that, put that right in there. Right, I got a uh, story of the weird though, the weird wild and, and crazy. Y'all don't, y'all don't laugh too hard on this. Don't laugh too hard. Lord, what you call it, man? The weird, wild, the crazy. Yeah, weird, wild, and crazy. Yeah, right here. But this is it. Florida man raped alligator. Just the rest. <laughs> I love that. Wait, read that again. God damn, what the fuck? Oh, no, man. You got to it. Florida man. Florida man raped alligator, gets arrested. Rupert Darwin, 59, kept a 12-foot alligator tied and blindfolded for the last month, sexually assaulting a reptile multiple times a day. What? Darwin, a relatively unknown fisherman who lives in the outskirts of of the remote town of 400, residents say he sticks to himself and describes them as odd. Police responded after a man out of, on a out on a nature hike happened to walk by Darwin's house and saw Darwin having sex with the alligator in his backyard. Oh, <laughs> your county sheriff responded and arrested Darwin on multiple counts of animal cruelty and one count of illegally keeping a wild animal. Excerpt from Darwin's police statement. The gator tried to eat me, and this was revenge, pure and simple. I don't have no sexual attraction to gators, but I wanted to teach this bitch a lesson. I could have just killed her, but that would have been too easy. She was getting what she deserved. How do you even find the alligator cooch? How do you Hold up, man. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. He don't stop. He don't stop. Darwin also told police he had planned to chop off the alligator's tail and pull her teeth as part of his revenge scheme and had even considered performing a noise torture on the reptile by playing what Darwin described as nigger music over and over. Yeah, he's in the rape. He likes rape. That's rape to protection being in the Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah, he's a rapist. He's like he likes to take it. He just don't like to get hurt. 
Malcolm say, if you really knew what that meant, you would take it out to the cabinet. I'm about to get them right now. They'll give me one. Oh, oh that's what we're talking about. Oh, Black Power. <laughs> Black Power, man. Like a nigga, Bunchy Carter told them niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Me tell nigga, if y'all niggas ain't gonna goddamn me, if y'all niggas ain't gonna goddamn do do nothing revolutionary, don't say our name, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Don't speak on me, nigga, if you ain't gonna like like the great like the great goddamn chairman Fred say, don't speak on me, nigga, if you ain't gonna do nothing revolutionary, nigga. I say. I don't want my name. I don't want my name in your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my name. I don't want my name in your thoughts, nigga. You're not going to be tolerated. Yeah. That's some real shit. Black Power. Let's let brother. Black Power. Let's let Brother Malcolm tell us about revolution real quick. I say. America today finds herself in a unique situation. Historically, revolutions are bloody. Oh, yes, they are. They have never had a bloodless revolution or a nonviolent revolution. That don't happen even in Hollywood. <laughs> I say.
can never win another war on the ground. His days of war, victory, his great, his days of background victory, oh, can I prove it? Take all the action that's going on on this earth right now. He's involved in, tell me where he's winning. Brother Bowen and everybody. Yeah, that was a powerful piece right there because there will be no revolution with uh, instances such as homosexuality. That's definitely one of the infiltrations that they have conspired against us because we can't pull our people into black unity when we got them siding with the oppressors. I mean, homosexuality. This whole gay agenda is a problematic issue that we have. I mean, we won't have our people um, coming together or fighting a revolution because they're on the side with the with the white man. They yeah, they're on that side. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's conditioned their mind to feel to believe that it's same sex is it's okay. There's no procreation <laughs> in that. What kind of unity is that? I, I ain't worrying about offending nobody with that, but it, it's just truth. You know, what's natural about that whole essence? Where did it come from? It didn't come from our ancestors. 
You know, we, we, homosexuality came into Kemet with the invader, the pale invader. You know, so yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, that's a good, powerful piece, brother Bo. And I was listening in, but I, I had some noise going on in the background. I came in just on that. Black power to y'all. Black Hey, where's the, look, where's Sister Camille at? Sister Camille right now, she out here a little down right now, but you know, when Sister Camille get back, she'll be on strong and powerful. Oh, well, look, I send um, strong vibes to that sister, okay? Let her know that from me. I wish her the well, prosperity and health and peace. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. I'll say to that. But we, like I said, before we get off of, off of this revolution thing, I just want to give you one more, one more piece by Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, uh, the definition, the difference between revol- two, there's two different revolutions out here. Put it out there. brother <laughs> give us this, this work. Concerning the difference between the Black Revolution and the Negro Revolution, there's a difference. When you study the historic nature of revolution, the motive of a revolution, the objective of a revolution, and the result of a revolution, and the message used in a revolution, you may change words. You devise another program. You may change your goal and you may change your mind. Look at the American Revolution in 1776. That revolution was for what? For land. How was it? Why did they want land? Independence. How was it carried out? of independence. And the only way they could get it was bloodshed. The French Revolution. What was it based on? The land left against the land lost. What was it for? Land. How did they get it? Bloodshed. Was no love lost. Was no compromise. Was no Find out what it is, you'll get back in the air. You'll get out of the way. The Russian Revolution. What was it based on? Land. The land left. Against the land law. How did they bring it about? Bloodshed. You haven't got a revolution that doesn't involve bloodshed. And you're afraid to bleed. I know if you're afraid to bleed.
Yes, oh like God. a whole lot of groups broke out from uh, the new Black Panther Party. I mean, so what, what keeps them from being connected? Yeah, How? Yeah. So you're saying that, hold on, um, yeah, um, and, and he's saying that, asking that question. I just wanted to make note of that when I looked at the article and then looked at some of the, the pictures, it was stating the Huey P. Gun Club, but also like in, in, along with the uh, new Black Panther Party. That's how, the, that's how it was running, but I've seen a lot of, in the pictures, I know I've seen a lot of new Black Panther Party members, and I couldn't tell, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to say who was a Huey P. Gun, Huey P. New England Club member. Yeah, because I get confused, too, because there's a lot of those groups out there, and, you know, they all have the Panther on, on their uniform, you know, like the Black Liberation, the Black Riders, and, you know, other groups like that. Mm. So. The way I, somebody said to me is that they broke off from the New Black Panther Party and started their own. Yeah, I know that's the the Black Riders. That's what they did. Yeah. Like, how did they, they break off? Like, I'm not saying, like, how do you break off from, like, because it's like a bond, like, this. I, I couldn't imagine how, how they could break off, like, unless there's some type of internal conflict. Yeah. yeah. More than likely. Conflict after Collett passed away. Mm-hmm. After Collett was assassinated. Right. I mean, so who's carrying the ball now that has the power to, 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 to you know, to, 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 to renew those bonds? Who has the power to actually renew that? Or is, or is it renewable? Um, you know, I don't really know, you know, as far as what happened. So I, don't really really like, I don't know the politics like that enough. Like I said, I've seen in the pictures, it looked like they was working together out there, but that's by a news article. So who's the trust on the news article? I'm not, I mean, I, I was asking because I said, I, well, I'm definitely interested in what the UP be doing. And then, you know what I'm saying, what, what the Black Panther stand for, I definitely stand by that. But you know, what I'm saying I, go, I come to Texas every year for RBG weekend, you know. So it's like I just, you know, just I just wanted to see just how powerful. I mean, because I see the potential for a whole lot of power. You know, what I'm saying as far as United, and I was just wondering, being that I'm on the outside looking in, except for once a year, what, what's the hold up? You know, what's the setback? Because you know, I talked to some cats from the Black Riders, and uh, of course RBG cats, but I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I definitely want to come come down. I want to attend some UP functions, you know. But uh, because that's the type of training I believe that's definitely needed. I just was wondering what was the, what was the setback to keep the brothers off from coming together, man. Yeah, right, right now we really don't know. You know, like I said, I, um, it seemed like there was a, a split after college passed, and then. You know, right now, you know, so you have to ask some of the leaders. We have to, get, you know, get them together and see what the, what the head say. Some people don't trust the other people, though. I know that. All right. There's a big trust issue right now between is what group might be being set up. 
He's in, in a fight for power also. Oh, who want to lead, you know what I'm saying? Niggas want to fight for power amongst each other, but instead of Yeah, if you haven't read that report that they put out, you know, that's that's really uh, worth reading. It's, it's a lot of shaky stuff um, within that report. It's, it's heartbreaking, too. was what they said it was, it was a mishandling of the situation, at the least, an injustice. I mean, well, um, you know, hey, hey, uh, on um, news of the conscious community, news of the conscious community, people just now getting around to what we tried to tell people a long time ago, there's a whole group of masons running around. And now they're using our brother Mikara, questioning folks about three, maybe three, four years ago when we was on the show with him. And, and, and plainly came out there, listen, who is y'all that makes us up here? Oh, that was three years ago? Yeah, man, that was about three Easy three years ago, definitely. Mm. And for some reason, it seems like I remember hearing that one. Yeah, we, we've been so joking. Not going to probably heard her say it again. Cause we've been, we, we, that's when we found it. Like, man, hold up, man. Hold up. Wait a minute. Who's the Masons up here, man? Because once you start dealing with Masons, you find a whole group of Masons together, and it was like, oh, wait a minute, man. Something wrong. You know. So that was very, very interesting that now the Amaral squad is being asked about the Masonic ties. 
But you know, it was <clears throat> very interesting for me to see that this topic popped up. You know, I've been saying that I wanted to do a show on on Masons and Nuwapians. You know, we did a Boule show several, you know, over last year. You know, already making sure you we know, you know, we always on that topic. You know what I mean, making sure we are uh, try to make sure we express uh, dissatisfaction with the Masonic Boule and uh, Turner Order and how they play a major part in keeping the people down by withholding information that it helps us come up. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to go all the way through it, but I'm I'm gonna look to it. It just sounds familiar. Maybe it's because you know, saying you know, saying brother Micah always hitting on certain points that I I listen to. So I thought I was on. I thought I was on the show for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was on the Albert Rock. That was on their show one day. Okay. It was on the Alvin Rock Squad show one day. Yeah, it was. It had to be at least three years ago. At least three years ago it was. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm saying it was more more than likely about four years ago. Just when we first was like, yo, we first was beating up on the evolution. We beating that shit up. We beat that shit up, man. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They just they keep coming with a different argument. So they're trying to shape strengthen it, but it still don't work out. Yeah, I don't really know too much about that that Mason stuff. I ain't really just looked up too much on that, you know, to know. But I know, um, I mean, I, I done heard Steve Coakley, you know, speak on it um, a couple of times. You know, a couple of lectures I done heard of his. That's like. About as far as I done went. I know black girls rock. <laughs> yeah. Black vowel. <laughs> black vowel. Black girls rock. Yeah. Freemasonry, so, uh, man, you know what I mean? It, it's, you know, everybody's trying to change it up. They wanted to be, oh, no, when we practice this ain't European, then they go from, well, we're doing a European. That's one argument. Then the other argument is, well, the Europeans got it from us. And I'm like, man, what the fuck them crackers got? This is not what the hell we was doing, man. They ain't even get a whiff of the peripheral, man. They just got a little piece of sliver. See, the motherfuckers said they ain't even got the three degrees. They had to make up the rest of them to get above frozen. They figured out three things and then made up 30 more. Just to try to get a piece of... You know what I'm saying? A piece of 100 degrees. And that ain't even a 120. Circle is 360 degrees. They ain't, they, ain't, they ain't even touching nothing. So, that's what we dealing with. We're dealing with not a secret society, but a society full of secrets. And the number one secret is that the black man is God and hold his ass down. If not, they're going to be. These motherfucking people will rise up and kill us. And when I say black man, that includes the woman. Because man is synonymous with the mind. The black mind is that which is most powerful. 
Yeah, I don't trust that secret shit. Yeah, no, man. They're leaving their bodies. They're riding the goats. Then they're riding that goat, touching each other's knuckles and shit. That's what they're doing. I, I'll just say it's probably just for show. Just to say, hey, I'm in a club. Oh, yeah. Now, that's what it's about. The most. Uh, you know, what secret did you possibly have? That's what it is. Most of the people. on the internet. <laughs> They want to be part of the club. It's about being part of a club where you can get, you know, anytime you're part of a, a club, you're supposed to be able to get benefits. So you pay in and you get benefits. You might be able to get an extra job here because you know the brother there, or you might not even know the brother. But because y'all are both in the same fraternity, you automatically get looks. You know, you get the better looks than the other person. And nobody got to know. You go in there and give them a goddamn Kind of like the college fraternities or something like that. A masonry symbol in there? Yeah. Not even regular masonry, but the Shriner shit. Yeah, that's like I found a, um, I, I got something from a, a thrift store, and, and within it, it was like a sticker for the FOP. I guess it's something that they put on their on their license on their license plates or something, I guess, for turning the order of police or something like that. And y'all had a friend, I said, man, y'all, y'all put that on your license plate, that ass up, if you're getting pulled over. I'm like, nah, that'll be a flag. I'll make pull me over even faster, probably. Nah, uh-uh. Yo, listen, man, I used to always get the sticker, man. That's what used to call my house, talking about some, oh, donate. And I'll be like, yeah, man, send me the, send me the um, donation thing. And they send you the sticker with the donation thing. I ain't never said the donation thing, man. I'll put the sticker right inside my motherfucking window. I donated to the fraternal order, the police. That won't bother you. See, that's, that's, that's a form of infiltration. See, that's what we need to practice as people, infiltration. Because, you know, a lot of times when you do infiltration, people look at you as selling out. They're not seeing that you're really trying to infiltrate or whatever. Because you know, that's what they do to us. They'll infiltrate. They'll act like they do everything we do with and play right along and get on, get on the inside and learn everything. Well, they, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I said, I use it just to, because I'm like, yo, I'm gonna, I'll be in the car. I'm dirty, whatever. Just at a time when I was just, you know what I'm saying, I'm just doing anything. I'm dirty or whatever, man. I want to make sure that I'm giving, I'm giving off all the signs that I can to not bother me.
know you you know it know you know that they they running some type of motherfucking game on you. So now, are you going to recognize this shit and play back? You know what I'm saying? Are you going to recognize it and then don't get played by this motherfucker? Because you get you know what I'm saying you can opt out. You know, as a lot of us, we let our emotions, we let our emotions, we let our emotions keep us from being able to play the game with them. Our emotions overtake, you know, get the best of us, and we don't play the game the way we should. Our emotions take over and we fuck up or mess up. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You know, but it's all it's all a learning process because, no, I mean, you got to, you know, you got to be dealing, you dealing with an enemy and you dealing with a dangerous animal. That's the animal that you dealing with. It's not a regular human. Right. Yeah. No doubt. So you got to make sure that you're dealing with this animal with all your, you know what I'm saying, with all your senses on high alert. You know what I'm saying? You got to be on high alert, supreme focus when dealing with this goddamn animal. To put him spot where you can lull him into a position where he have his guard down. Then you can say, do what you want to do. Because if not, you you know what I'm saying, it's okay. Nobody, take take them on. And that's all right. Because, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it's, time, it's time to take them on head up. You know what I'm right. saying? Without, yeah. without, with whether or not you ain't trying to get, um, get them to calm themselves or not. But then at, at most times, man, in order for you to be able to strike this motherfucker pro- properly, man, you got to render him defenseless, man. And the first time, the first place to do that is in his motherfucking mind, man. Man, you look, they lower their guard. You play on the, you play on the ego, and they lower their guard. You play on the ego. Yeah, man, you got to always. They love to play. They love to play. They in charge completely. All they play, you respect them to the utmost, and they in charge. Shit, they they happy as hell, man. They just want to feel like they in charge. So you play along with their ego, and shit. I mean, you got to play along with it, like you said, bro. You got to play along with it. They got to play the game because they they know they know how to play with our ego because they know how to walk up to us and say offensive. They know how to say offensive words. To make us mad, to get our emotions riled up, to where they can claim all kinds of bullshit. To where, you know, saying they can say something to us and be disrespectful, and they knew it, and then here we can go with our emotions off top, and then we react off their shit, and then they can play, they can play at it, they can use that against us, they can use our emotions against us. Yeah, and most times when we pop off on them, we don't pop off on them in the right manner, but we do it like in the street, in the street way. We do it the street way. We don't do it like in, a, in like an educated way. No, not, not even that. It's like even even though I'm saying even if regardless of being street or not, if you gonna pop off on them, you gotta realize that you're dealing with life or death when you pop off on this joke. This not this not a game like how how we saying like like they playing a game on it. Life is not a game like that though. You know what I'm saying? Like we saying that it's like we playing the game and they running the game on us, so we have to be conscious of the game that they running. But at the end of the day, this game is life or death is the motherfucking reward for this game right here. There's nothing else. So when you playing this game, if you popping off on them, you gotta realize that listen, man, you are you prepared to take it to push it to the limit? The same go halfway game. Yeah, you right, bro. You absolutely right. Absolutely. And so we get caught up when we think that this is the go halfway game. This ain't the go halfway. Cause then you the only one playing. And they knew that this was serious. They knew this was real, that this game is real. This is yeah. real. They, they, they already in here, shit. They already in here, shit. They already winning from the jump, yo. Know? They like, this is a grand theft auto, nigga. It won't be no reset, nigga. It won't be no motherfucking rewind on this. You won't be No pause on that shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And so they playing the game like that. We playing the game like you can, like like you got uh like you got the motherfucking code to contra and you got a motherfucking hundred man. <laughs> you got that gun, unlimited ammo. You ain't got yeah. that. It's you real shit too. Damn man. You ain't got that, man. You ain't got the motherfucking contra code, nigga. You ain't got no motherfucking, you know, unlimited ammo and hundred men. And mind you, on the on the contra code, mind you, you have to put it in. You got a certain amount of time to put the code in, otherwise you lose. Yeah, why you moving? Yeah, you got a certain amount of time. Yeah, man. So this ain't no shit you got. <laughs> you be borrowing men for people and shit. Oh yeah, they that way. You can borrow people's lives and shit. You have to borrow somebody's life. That's, and that's where we have to be conscious of, man. That point right there. But again, yeah, like I said, though, I've seen that popping up in the conscious community. I said, look at this shit here. Mm-hmm. Didn't we tell y'all? Didn't we tell y'all niggas? Didn't we tell y'all niggas already? Don't be messing around with these goddamn Masons and motherfucking the Wapnins. These niggas, that no matter what, man, they might come up with some shit. The shit gonna sound good. Resources, they gonna have, they gonna fight information and all type of shit. But I'm telling you, these motherfuckers is goddamn wordsmiths, man. They masters of the word. They masters of the word game. Uh, you know that they masters of the word game. These niggas still debating religion, man. These niggas been debating religion for about five years, man, straight. Listen, at some point in time, motherfuckers got to move on to do something else. Some point in time, we through with this shit. We done. There's no, it's nothing else to say, man. Either you rocking or you not, man. Let's move on to the next motherfucking step. That's right. Next step, it seems like we staying here because this is entertainment. This ain't this conscious community. This is hope. This is a church. This is a church of conscious conscious. Niggas in the church. We got a bunch of deacons, motherfucking usher board members and all types of shit running around crazy. And everybody talking about the collection plate. Niggas know, listen, man, I heard niggas say something, right? Let's check this out. Motherfuckers say, listen, man, you got to pay to get in. Who don't know that? Listen, anytime I went to one of them debates, I already knew that I was going to have to pay before I went in. That's not even a... That ain't even a thought. Nobody's concerned with that. Nobody's concerned with that. Anybody who go to see that information and want the information, nobody's concerned with how much it costs to go. You know what I'm saying? Want some real shit. Most people who will pay twenty to get in or pay twenty five. The people who will pay twenty five or thirty. You know what I'm saying? On some real shit. People who pay thirty or pay thirty five. You think? That's how, that's how it is. That's just what it is. So I'm not, I'm not against making sure that we uh, test test our motherfucking ideologies to make sure that we have them corrected in line. But at some point in time, we got to see that that we we going on on some type of goddamn merry-go-round. Just, uh, I, don't, I don't know. 
Did any of y'all have, did any of y'all check out the the crackers against against uh Oswald Bates? Mm-hmm. I ain't look at them. All right, see, well, we all on the same page. I ain't look at it either. <laughs> I tried. I ain't gonna lie. I tried. I tried. I got about eight minutes of it. I watched about eight minutes total. About six minutes of the cracker. About two minutes of polite. I mean Oswald. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oswald Bates. But I watched about two minutes of Oswald, about six minutes of the cracker, and I, I just was like, I'm out of here. Because the cracker sound, I don't know what the fuck the cracker was up there doing. So I didn't check it out. But I just thought about that. Just in the, look, they back at debating the moors. This is the new thing now. This is the next debate. They debating the moors again. Come on, man. All these people, you see this? The thing that is, the reason why this is bullshit is so many people who connected to this shit. It's like so many like, like people who looking to, they want something. Like, like, like uh, I believe I was about to was saying earlier, like the people, who, they looking for something to be a part of. They looking to do something. They looking to be a part of something, right? And make moves. Looking to do that. Looking for a light, and they see the light up there, but the light is motherfucking, I don't know what kind of light this is. Got a flipping in the darkness. Now, I already know, you know, I'm just glad that, you know what I'm saying, the ancestors pushed me towards towards y'all. It cut out a lot of confusion on my path. You know what I'm saying? Because, shit, I could have got caught up, twisted up in that bullshit and put me two, three years back on where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, man. On when the sister Cobb was talking about the baggage. Let me, oh, man. Let y'all listen. I listened to the fucking interview. First I read the interview. Then I listened to, oh, man. Africa Bambada then is just, they got African Bambada. Sexual molestation, motherfucking accusation right now. Got a dude out, man. And, and Africa Bambada. Africa Bambada, man. I missed that. Bronx politician. Bronx politician. Africa Bambada. He was on, um, y'all remember Star from the Star and Buck Wild show from Hot 97? Y'all might not know him. Y'all might not know him because he ain't got down. Y'all might not know But it's a guy who was on the radio show, popular radio show up here in, in New York. Um, and he just do, he, he, he do a lot of different stuff. You know, he's a radio, he, a radio uh, personality. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he had an interview like three days ago. Maybe three days ago. Maybe two. Three days ago. No, 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 no. More like four days ago. He had an interview, you know what I'm saying, with, um, so what's today, the 6th? All right. He had, a, it, it was, it was a week ago, excuse me. A week ago, he had an interview, and um, the, the brother came out, the brother, 58 years old, um, he said, yo, 
43 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was like, yo, when he was young, like 12, 13, 12 to 14, said between 12 and 14, uh, Africa Bear Bother molested him. Made him jerk him, made him beat him off, uh, made him give him head. He, I said, Africa Bear Bother gave him some head and all type of shit. All type of crazy shit, man. It was like, yo. African Ben Bar gave him some head. Uh huh. Did you say African Ben Bar gave him gave some nice head? That's what I'm saying. This is what the article say. This what this what I'm gonna give him. Hold up, hold up. Let me be sad. Let me let me give you his name. Yeah, that's all I heard about. I ain't know if I heard it. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Ronald Savage. He he he. Um. Savage is currently a judicial delegate in the 12th Judicial District in the Bronx and a former New York State Democratic committee man. Single father of three is also a U.S. Press Association journalist and author. Now, he wrote this book in 2014. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, woo, woo, woo. And uh, in the book that was 2014, he, he made made mention of this. So Star brought him on the show this 2016, 2002 years later. So now if he was really on the, if he was really on the, um, trying to get some money, this would have been out 2014 when he put that book out to me. You know what I'm saying? But um, it was like, yo, it took me a long time to get it out. It was like, yo, I wanted to be down with the in crowd. He said, you know, I had feelings that it was that it was yuck. He said, over the years as I was getting older, I wanted to report this. I wanted to come forward, but out of the fear of the Zulu Nation and fear for my family that, you know, anything uh, possibly could happen, I was ashamed and embarrassed because things like this usually happen to women, girls. Guys don't really talk about it. You know what I'm saying? He says uh, um, in his book, though, he referred to Bambada as DJ Battle. You know what I'm saying? So you know he then he you know he talked about how uh, Bambada was beaten off in front of him, told him showed, showed him how to beat it off for him, and then just oh man, this shit is just savage, man. <laughs> Man, so no. brother, so brother, when did this come out, brother? I I, I didn't see it. Um, well, no. this, this article, like I seen the um, well, I I got the article. This article is from the thirty first. This article is from mm-hmm. the, this uh two thousand sixteen. So um, oh. he did a telephone interview on the twenty ninth. Mhm. So the article came out on the thirty first. The brother, the the brother wrote the book.
buy a car, got an ace in the hole. Let people know that this really happened. That he got something that's supposed to be clear evidence that, that it happened. African Bambada, huh? Yes, uh-huh. indeed. You know, we came up on African Bambada. <laughs> came up on his music, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, you know what I mean? I had y'all listen, man. This ain't the, you know, this is the first time I've seen something like this, but, you know, <laughs> the been through in the grapevine, they once in a while, the whisper's been around that he might have been a little, you know, messing around with men or something. Uh. Thing had been said, but nothing was solid. So now you know. Now it's messing with boys, but you know, as we know about homosexuals, what's the difference between a boy and a man? A man and a boy—they all with that funny, crazy shit. They ain't doing anything. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad because I mean, I really, I'm, I'm really an advocate against that shit because I feel like they trying to start a school, and you know what I'm saying, in Atlanta, uh, you know, and weaning these children to believe that, you know, they can be whatever they want to be. I mean, you're really trying to condition their minds to be something other than what they were born to be, and I think that that's really wrong. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, it touches something deep to the core. I mean, I saw a video the other day on Facebook where a lady was in there weaning her son on how to dress and drag. He was no more than four or five years old. And she was saying, work, go ahead, work, baby, work. I see something like it. Sorry, baby. It's like to kill me when I saw that because I was like, these women, you know, they have these, our women, our sisters, brothers alike, so conditioned to the fact that they want to do what it is. They want to emulate their sickness. These people are sick. I'm telling you, the cracker is sick. So they they don't see nothing wrong with what it is they're doing because they're so used to that. It's a part of their history. You know, it's a part of their very anatomy. You know, this is is what they're used to. And so you want to tell a child at three years old, oh, he's so cute, he should be a girl. We're going to raise him to be a girl. And so society is saying that's okay. You see? It's okay for black children to be like that. It's okay for our children. See, the white man, he's slick with his shit. See, he wants us, he he projects on us his motherfucking mind, and we play it out in reality. You know what I'm saying? So we in the reality doing what he wished he could do all the time. And he wished he could dress his kids up like that. So he'll dress ours up like that and set them up in a molestation type of culture. Set them up in a prostituted type of culture, you know what I'm saying? Because this is what's inside his mind, and he he, and he pressed that on us. And we just go, and, and you know what I'm saying? It's the program. It's the program that he put on us, right? Hey, did y'all see that, Um, I don't know the name of that cracker, but that um, she got that adopted um black child. Yep. And she's been dressing them in girls' clothes. Yeah, they had another they had another cracker that uh, uh started an orphanage and adopting adopting black children and molesting them. 
molesting the kids. I, I saw that. It was a credible source because the New York Times even had a, a, some research on it. But he he was adopting these children, these so-called orphans, and he was molesting them. I mean, you know, it's sick out here. It, it's I really sick. I ain't going to be surprised it's actually old shows. They they been doing it for centuries, probably shit. Well, of course they've been doing it for a long time. It's just on a grand scale now. You know, it's so grand now until their agenda. I mean, they they put their agenda out at the Super Bowl. I don't know if any of you guys saw that whole vision at the Super Bowl where when they did the halftime show and after they finished it, everything in the audience was the colors of the rainbow like taste the rainbow. I mean, they were pushing, yeah, they were pushing their agenda on society. I mean, like, this is okay. If you want to raise your child, you have a child and it's a girl and you want her to be a boy, you raise her up to be a boy and then, you know, I mean, that's wrong. You know, so. Give it sick. I mean, I got female cousins. I got a few cousins. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I have a female cousin who's acting as if she's a man now, you know, and um, and I have two female uh, male cousins who have been acting like females and then and then got married and all. That. You know, it's just and and I heard Brother Bond saying earlier that he lost friends on Facebook. <laughs> I could tell you some things. You know what I'm saying? You know, because we you lose family members and everybody based off what your perspective is. You know, I think that your a person's truth is subjective. It's just like pain. My pain is subjective. You know, nobody can't tell me how much pain that I have. You know, you can. The fact is, I'm telling you, I got pain. Well, if I'm saying that this is my truth, there are some things that could come into play to say, well, hey, there's the imperial evidence to verify that what you're saying isn't true might dissuade my decision. But right then and there, in that, my truth would be subjective to, to, to whatever anybody else would have to say. So, I, I mean, we're in a sick world, y'all. It's, you know, I mean, black unity is really real right now. I heard Brother Bond saying, um, I had the phone down, I was typing up a paper, but I heard Brother Bond uh, mentioning that, you know, they got a lot of debating going on and, you know, they're debating religion and they're debating this and they're debating that. And, you know, you make a you make a valid point in regard to the debate. You know, they're ongoing and, and things like this. But I think that in the midst of that, some people just may be waking up. You know what I'm saying? Because Facebook is a faucet uh, for information. Some of this information, you know, uh, has to be verified. Some of this information... Um, hasn't been verified. Uh, some some people are going to do research and looking for uh, 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 information and just not taking stuff at face value. Because a lot of these memes just put information out there maybe to make you think. The, the thinker going to go research it, but the person that ain't going to really a thinker, he's like, oh, yeah, did you see that? He's going to take it and spread it on. So it could be a positive and a negative. You know, as far as with those those memes and things, especially when you have no credible information to back it. Yeah, but, I had to catch myself from doing that. I, it turns out I repost the stuff and found out it's all the way wrong. Yeah, because you got to really look at it. Some of these articles are satire. This, you know, they come from satire. They, they're not now, even real. They just, 
Yeah. Perfect example, perfect example, rescue system, but a perfect example is like when the Million Man March was here, people were still around pictures that actually were old pictures from 20 years ago. Like when they showed like the crowd, how big it was, people were around pictures showing what happened 20 years ago and passing it off as if it was the same crowd that was that happened last year, but it wasn't the same crowd. It was totally different. It wasn't. It was. It was old pictures. 20 year old pictures were being passed around. Well, they did the same thing with the riots. They uh, they put a picture out there showing a bunch of black people or a bunch of people as far back as if they were marching against the police. And this was a picture that had nothing to do with that particular time. But what right. happens is people actually just take things that they see because we are coming up. It's the miseducation. This is the era of miseducation. And, and, and places like Facebook and different social media outlets or using that to their advantage to miseducate our people. So it's our job to make sure that we continue to push forth the information to make them think, oh, girl, I saw that. Oh, no, that's not the truth. Oh, no, no, no. You thought what you saw was true. Now let's do some research. You know, we got to help our people to think because right now the television, you know, is is your phone, your cell phone or the tablet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all remember back in the day when uh, some of the people that came probably came up when I came up. I was born in 70. I know that in the, uh, the television in the 70s and the 80s, we were sitting there, you know, on television, somebody moderating what we're watching. The children don't have anybody moderating anything that they're watching now. They watch whatever they want to watch. You know, they Yes, they do whatever they want to do. The television becomes the screen, technology. And whatever it's putting forth is the envision or the perception that's going to be influenced on that child. What can the adult do when they're sitting there with the same thing going on? They got the phone in their face as well. Well, you know, we got a dilemma, y'all. Yeah, but technology, technology. Uh-huh. If there ain't no technology, we messed up because we sit all technical, but we trapped in it. Technology advanced. Technology advanced natural things in life. We were talking about that the other night on y'all show. That, that y'all had a good show Saturday night. We were talking about those things, Just those exact things right there. It's all a part of what y'all talking about tonight. You know, all of this news, why these things are happening. We in a sick society. It's really sick, you know. It's sick. It's saddens me to see some of the stuff that I see and hear some of the stuff that I hear, you know. And we can talk about it, you know, but we can just try to rise up the consciousnesses of other people because that's all we can do. We know religion got our people tore up. Yeah, they're debating. They're debating 24-7. Are they reaching the right people, though? You know, that's the key. That's what we got to look at. Who are you really reaching? Mm-hmm. You know, because all the people that really go to the debate, let's think about it. They may be in some type of Noah, maybe in some type of awakening. The people that we really need to be trying to reach with this information are those who are encrypted and ensnared inside of religion. They can't see for looking. Black power, family. Black power. Um, and nobody believes it until the white man says it. Um, 
Robert De Niro is defending his anti-vaccine stance, saying that the, the vaccines gave his kid autism.
Biden. I, I, him being a close person, I, 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 I would imagine once you get the experience, you know, you probably wouldn't want no more that shit. He done dealt this shit for eight years. Do you please show your feelings to the black man for all that time? I don't know. I don't know really what's going to happen. I know somebody else already know. Right, right. Somebody else somewhere else already knows what's going to happen. Yeah, somebody knows. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just uh, making, you know, I'm just putting, putting it out there and giving my opinion on how, you know, different scenarios that could happen. And the only reason I said that about Clinton because she got cases coming up, man, on on them, uh, uh, white water, uh, on the email, on the email, whether or not she broke federal law with the emails on her personal computer. So I think that's going to be a major push against her. Those people... Because it's all about public opinion. They just want to see who the public favor the most. So they can make the public feel like they still under, they're being controlled by the president again. Yeah, all it's just for statistical data. It's to go in their books, in their school books. It's, just, it's all statistical data. I think that's what all, all the fucking voting is for statistical data to go in their books. They pretty much know who's going to be, like you said. But you see, as soon as every time something happens, people always say, uh, well, that's what happened. It's your fault because you, you didn't vote. Like, people make it as if something might have happened because you didn't vote. You didn't exercise your right to vote, so don't complain type shit. Look, soldiers, I'll chop y'all up in a minute. It's nice talking to y'all, brother. I'll catch y'all again, man. It's nice talking to you, soldiers, man, and sisters and queens. I'll give y'all a shot back at a different time, man. Black Power, and I love y'all, man. Black, Black Power. Power. Black Power. Hey, just got back in. Shall my bad? All right, no doubt. Black Power. Black Power. Yeah, man, let me see what other, um, see what else I got on me. Africans discovered Brazil 100,000 years ago. Oh, no, but this is an older article. Hey, brother Born, what were you saying about the Gmail account, brother Born? I had heard heard you at the last second, man. Did you say somebody uh, for a, a Gmail? I don't, I don't recollect. Did you say somebody got convicted for a Gmail or something? A Google or something? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't hardly hear you. Say that again. Did somebody got convicted for what? Okay, I must have been here. I must have heard. I had heard. I came in on the tail end of the conversation. I couldn't hear what you asked just now, brother, so excuse me. That's what I was saying. I couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. I, I was saying, uh, did you say somebody in that last story, was you saying somebody got uh, convicted for 
something they sent in the in the in the in the Gmail or something. Oh no! Uh-uh. In the Google or something. I don't know. I probably heard it wrong. That's all I'm saying. Uh uh no, but I don't, I don't recollect saying something like that. If anybody was lying, okay. say that. You know. Okay. <laughs> it is, but it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but I don't, I don't recollect. But um, that's how you know I came in, tap, tap, and I was like, see, I hear something, I heard that right, shit. Listen, right, I'm gonna re, 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 redo the story. Before yeah. we, before we get off the end, hold on, hold on, before we go off, I wanna, I wanna drop the top five, um. Top five businesses that make money off of prison. All right. We got global. Number one is Global Tel Link. And Global Tel Link, they provide phone service to about 57% of state prisoners. Their rates uh, are exorbitant. They charge up to $17 for a 15-minute phone call. Although the FCC recently voted to limit rates to 25 cents per call for interstate calls, prisoners' families' only option is to pay the rate or not speak to their loved ones. All right. Don't worry none of that. Verizon makes $1.4 billion a year providing health care in over 530 correctional. God damn it. Correctional facilities in 28 states. As a for-profit healthcare service, their goal is to maximize profits, which generally means cutting costs and providing a low quality of care. For example, they were sued for using licensed vocational nurses to do jobs of registered nurses, putting patients in danger of receiving inadequate care, but saving Corizon 35% per nurse's salary in order to make higher profits. Verizon has been sued 660 times in the past five years for causing death and permanent injuries to prisoners in their care. Three, the bail industry. Uh-uh. All right. Bail companies lobby for laws that encourage or force judges to set bail more than other options. Bail amounts have climbed over the years, and bail bonds are used in 40% of felony cases. Those in the bail industry say that this that this allows the government to take the cost of pretrial services off of the taxpayers and put it on a private company. Judge default to bonds in cases with low risk, first-time offenders who are unlikely to skip town before trial could have been offered other pretrial options that are a small, small cost to the state. For law enforcement, asset 
Let's see. Um, one more. Corruption Corporation of America, CCA. CCA, yep. And the GO Group. They both private prisons. The full profit prison industry is worth seventy billion dollars. Private companies like CCA and the GO Group approach cash trap states and offer to save their money by buying their prisons. However, evidence that pri- private prisons save money is mixed at best. States pay a daily fee for each prison housed in the private prison. Incorporations have a number of beds, usually no less than a thousand, and an occupancy rate usually around ninety percent. Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got that's thing. a lot of fucking money, man. Yeah. Motherfuckers talk about shit. They think any time soon, nigga, they want any kind of uh slow down to the amount of crime, nigga. Hell nah. That's just some of the companies that's getting paid off this kidnapping. That ain't, you know what I mean? That's just the top five. You ain't even got into, like, the, the you know what I'm saying? The clothes. No, I don't even think you said Bob Barker on there. Yeah, we ain't got into all of that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got into all of that. You ain't even got into like the phone company that's killing us. Got one. Hit one. one. But you know what I'm saying? Like you said, man, there's multiple phone companies that work in all these different states. These are just yeah. How you paying twenty dollars a call? I remember my mother. I remember my brother first went to jail, man. Back back in the day, man, we're like this. It's like late eighties, son. Man, fucking phone bills back then, son. Phone bill be an extra hundred dollars, man. Easy, hundred fifty dollars phone call from jail. They charged him thirty dollars a phone call. Wasn't hardly no regulation on this shit. Dude, what they gonna care? They ain't gonna give a fuck. Hmm. Remember, you're a criminal, a slave, nigga. Yeah. So the people got it paid. And, and a lot of times, all the people connected, man, or getting the kick. Or getting the kick back. Well, um, that's the news for tonight. Unless somebody got another article to put in. No, I'm not. You know, feel good to be back on the mic again, rocking out with the family. We're gonna keep it moving. Uh, we're gonna get off tonight. Y'all tune in with us Think Tank Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. I mean, oh, damn, 10 p.m. Eastern. Excuse me. <laughs> 10 p.m. Eastern, seven on the west side. Line up in between. I don't know where I got that from. But um, yeah, y'all come through Think Tank Thursday. Uh, rock out with us. Hopefully, we have some special guests coming in, and we'll rock and we'll rock out hard. With that being said, we like to close out the same way that we come in. Hit the after party up, and we might go to the chill out. But with that being said, I like to say praise and eternal glory to Garvey, Holy Spirit of the College of Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, Holy Spirit of the Sister Jane. Before we get.
Cracker in the trunk. Fuck niggas too. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.